The best of times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning in to our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com as well as those who might be listening via the Radio Pup application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to discuss the services which are available to seniors and boomers in the Caddo Parish area. So stay tuned to the show for some very beneficial information for you and your loved ones. It is Saturday, October the 7th, and we are broadcasting our radio show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the October issue of the Best of Times at one of our 522 distribution locations. We do thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're unable to find a copy of our magazine, remember, you can visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view both current and past issues of our magazine, as well as to listen to previously broadcast radio shows of the Best of Times Radio Hour. Mark your calendars to attend the upcoming Senior Day Expo at the Louisiana State Fair on Thursday, October the 26th from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Hearst Coliseum at the Louisiana State Fairgrounds in Shreveport. Of course, it'll be free admission, free parking, free admission to the Midway, lots of door prizes, lots of information, and some fantastic entertainment. This year, we will have a special grand door prize to one lucky winner. It'll be a couple, two people will be the winner that will be able to win a 10-day tour with airfare, lodging, meals, and tours to the country of China. Yes, China. You must be present to win this fabulous door prize that will be awarded around 2.45 p.m. on that Thursday, October the 26th at the Senior Day Expo at the Louisiana State Fair. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for listening announcements made during today's radio show as well as about about information about upcoming events, activities, and news that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A-Bears, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, tenant country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Also, thanking those who might be listening via the internet at www.710keel.com. Joining me on my show today is a special guest, is Miss Monica Wright, who is the newly appointed executive director of the Cattle Council on 
aging. Congratulations, Monica. Well, thank you, Gary. Get, thank you. I am very excited to be here today. Well, I'm excited to have you. I've been wanting to have you since your appointment a few weeks or months ago. It's July 7th. July 7th. It's been a few, it's been a few days, but I have to let you get acclimated, right? Yes. Thank you for that. <laughs> Give me a little time to you, breathe. And all the news media was covering you right and left, and I, I said, I'm going to let, let her acclimate a little bit and so we can come and talk about some of your goals and objectives. And uh, So, were you thrilled? Yes, I am. It's been very exciting. Uh, like you say, very busy the last couple of months. I uh, had a lot of people reach out to me, asking me to do presentations, interviews. Um, I like it. I enjoy every minute of it. Uh, trying to get the word out about seniors and what we do for them at Cattle Council on Aging. Well, you're following some great footsteps of Miss Mary Alice Roundtree. Yes. I, know, I know that you were, uh, was one of her staff people for many years under her, right? Yes. I worked for the Cattle Council on Aging for 17 years. Um Mary Alice and I worked hand in hand. I was the accounting director. Um, we had a good 17 years together. She's a fabulous person. Uh, learned a lot from her. And I'm just happy to have the, the well, new I, position. Well, Monica, I know she, she put you on her accolades as well, that, that she highly recommended you. And, and uh, we're, we're thankful that you got that position. And I know you're going you're gonna to make the Cattle Council on Aging become bigger and better over the course of the many years that you're involved with them. Yes. So... Uh, do you have any vision? Do you have any goals and objectives? I know you just started a few months ago. I just started a couple of months ago. Um, I have went to conferences, saw how other states Good. do it differently. Um, I would like to try new things. I'm not sure if I want to talk about it today, but I would like. I, I noticed that a lot of other Meals on Wheels, they serve more than one meal per day. I think that would be wow. great for the seniors to get more than one meal, especially the seniors that are really needy and need something else. More than so, one a day. I yes. never thought of that. Yes. So a breakfast and a lunch would be a great thing for seniors. So I, I don't know how those operations do that. Do they make two trips? Or they make no, they deliver it once a day, but of course that would cost, you know, you have to have more funding, so I would have to look into it more to get special funding to do those two meals. Oh, that's, that's but a, um, a lot of the other states, they charge for their meals. At Cattle Council really? on Aging, we don't charge. We do encourage donations from the participants, but we do not charge a fee. So that's how, that they're, that's how they're doing it, by charging for their meals. Well, I'm glad that we don't have to charge, and I'm hoping Hopefully, we get enough, as we're going to talk about, we get enough funding from various private sources, public sources as well, to, to keep this going and even make it better. Yes, and that's what I'm hoping for. Um, we have had a lot of challenges since July. Starting off the new year, we had to stop serving meals. So we weren't able to put on any new seniors uh, just because we had cuts from the state funding, state funding cuts. We also um, did not receive all the grants that we had in previous years. So now, but we're back at a point that we can start back adding meals. We just had to stop for a while to just let um, people we had a lot of calls from people that stepped up to the plate oh, yeah. and said that they wanted to take care of their parents, their loved ones and help out that way. We also had some seniors that said, okay, I'm doing better now. You can oh, take us off. So that was great. That was great. That's, yes. a, that's a positive outcome. Though. Yes, it is. That That is definitely positive. So again, I want, being you were previously the financial person for the Caddo Council, I think there's a lot of misnomers that you need to. I, I I deal with people all the time. They say, "Oh, they're they're totally funded by the state of Louisiana." We are not totally funded by the state. We receive about fifty percent of our funding from the state, and um, it just doesn't cover all the services that we have. I started 
17 years ago, and most people would be surprised when they learned that 17 years ago we received just about the same amount of funding that we receive now. Every year we, there's a decrease in funding. It's not very much, but there's like a thousand here, a thousand there. So for 17, can you imagine over 17 years not getting an increase in funding and still be expected to serve the same amount of people? And the cost went up too. As yes, well. the so cost goes up. Cost of living goes up every year. We're, we have to out, we have to contract out our services. So when we put our procurements for our services, those vendors they want to increase in their costs also. So every year we're facing increased in costs with this, and we're expected to serve the same number of seniors with less money. So we do depend heavily on the community and grantors to give us, to allocate money to us so that we can still provide the same level of funding and services. What, what about the, the federal? Is the federal match or whatever it's called? Well, what it is is the this federal money, money that flows through through the state. The state is obligated oh. to match part of those funds so that they can secure them and allocate to the different council on aging in the state. So, so it definitely goes to the state first, and then yes, then, and then and they allocate it out to and the. That's parish. from the AOA, from the America, um, the Older American Act. Older American Act. Yes, and, yes. and it's and it's based on the popul the senior population for each parish. That's how they determine how much goes oh, to each I didn't parish. Know that. Yes, so we got to make sure we count everybody correctly. Yes, we do, and we encourage people when the census come around to participate, just so that we can get that money in that we deserve for the seniors. Because it's it's where they reside. Right. It's, yes. It's where, it's, the, where their home, their home, their apartment, their group home. Uh, they're in a, a facility, I think. Right. Uh, I'm not. Do they? I think it is wherever wherever the senior resides. That's where the uh, so whatever parish. When you take that census, you indicate on there your parish where you're living at, and that's how they determine the funding. So one of the key aspects of the Cato Council on Aging is information and referral. And I think that's a prime goal of what you help seniors, their loved ones, their family members of all types of information. Yes, we encourage people to call in all the time. You know, you may know, think that you know the answer for a lot of things that are going on with your loved ones. But if you just give us a call so that we can link you to the right source, it may not be a service that we provide. But what we have done is perform well is to get relationships with other agencies in the community. That way that we have all the resources that you may need. If it's not something that we do, we'll point you in the right direction. So we encourage you to call no matter how small or how large the question is, just so that we can assist you. And, and basically tell them that you're you're targeting people that are 60 and older. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, the majority of our services uh, is for seniors that are 60 and over. We do have an Agent and Disability Resource Center, and that's for the disabled community also. And they could be younger. And they could be younger than 60, yes. And the other thing, the other misnomer, somebody told me, well, I have to wait till I'm Medicare, 65, before I can call no. the Cattle Council on Aging and utilizing any of their services. No, our services are, once you turn 60, you can come in and use our services. For the Aging and Disability Resource Center, we do encourage some people that when they're about to turn 65 to come in and talk to us so we can do counseling about your Social Security, Medicare, Medicare Part D, Medicare Part A and B, just so that you can make a wise decision. 
And the other thing I, I loved about the office is you have a lot of reference materials that you can, pamphlets, handouts, information that you don't have to worry about calling and, and, uh, and an agency or whatnot. You have them right there. We do. We have a lot of pamphlets in our office. Uh, like I was saying before, we partner with other agencies, get their information, and we try to learn what they provide. That way, when you come to us, it's like a one-stop shop. That way you can get the information about other agencies, get information about our council. We don't turn anybody away. We tell them if we don't have the information that you need, give us your name and telephone number, and we will research it and give you a call back. That way you don't have to do all the running around. Let us do it for you. We're trying to make life easier for so, you. So you do the indirect, it's what's called an indirect referral. You're going you're gonna to hopefully be that person's advocate and, and may give them three or four choices, right? Yes, we do. We give them choices. We don't say, hey, call this person. But, like, if there's you need a sitter, what we'll do is provide you the name of three different sitter companies. You need transportation, we'll provide you with the name of three different transportation companies. And, so. and one thing I will I will add me a little kudo is we you also occasionally pass out silver pages, which yes, the pretty, well we have them in our office uh, all the time, and we do pass them and out. So yes. when there's somebody wants more than three, you have you give them the list, and that's all the listings of the various home health agencies, transportation, uh, uh, DME, uh, et cetera, and their durable medical equipment people, home health, private sitters, et cetera, yes. throughout the Caddo and Bossier City area. So uh, so you know it, it's a good resource. For y'all, you also have it online. I don't know if you've been updating it enough, but I've been going to it. Some of it needs to be probably updated. Some of it does, and we are we are slowly updating it, but we are getting it. But, yes. but the printed version of the best of times, and the one that's online, which is not interactive online, just the you know the, the silver pages is online. The people download thousands and thousands of people download it and print it or view it, so it, it is available as well. But what I tell people is, even though you might see it in the best of times, you need to go by and pick up some information at the Cattle or Bozier Council on Aging about that agency, or you can go by and visit that particular company. But if you don't want to be uh, go to their offices, go by and visit them. Most of the times, both both the agencies in their area have that, have that, have inter- that information right on and hand. So they don't have yes. to worry. And then they can get ten or, ten or five or ten of them, not having to make ten different stops to go visit the center service company as, as well. The the other thing that I think it's, it's um, critical body information is, and, I, and Gary's, I will tell you, I used it uh, uh, mm-hmm. several years ago when I first applied for Medicare. Um, so some lady said, well, why did you do that, Gary? You know everything. No, I don't know everything. It changes so often. It's so many, so many different uh, uh, aspects. That you choices, need. And yes. there are people that are kept up to date. They go to courses. They take Medicare updates, etc. So I went there, and your people were wonderful. And I told them all the medications I had, etc., etc. And they, they gave me an analysis. And, uh, and then w- one thing you need to mention that you do not. Um, uh, you give them choices, but you can't. Uh, we don't. We don't suggest that they go with a, a particular company. That's we give right. them choices. We and you do, can enroll for them, and okay. we can enroll them. Um, we do give them choices so that they can see. Okay, this is my medical condition. This is my income. Right. This is the best choice <clears throat> for me because everybody has a different circumstance. So we try to show them the whole picture so that they can make an informed decision as to what is the best choice for them. So, again, your your objective 
is not to and I had one person tell me they're going to take their mother just a few weeks ago <laughs> the mother's getting ready to turn uh, Medicare eligible and I'm going to bring my mother there so we can sign up and get all the plans we need I said well that's not the tr- that's what that's not what's going to happen they're going to give you all the choices and then you're going to have to find well what does that mean I said well you're going to have a lot of choices you can visit a local agent you can go online you can go to various these companies online or you can visit with a one-on-one person and uh, I, I'm going to tell my listeners out there which they ask me what did you do um, there's agents they they get commissions whether you go online or you visit them in person it's the same amount they're not going to charge you anything more or anything less if you if you visit a person a one-on-one and I like to visit with a person that may sell me a supplement may sell me a Part D plan may sell me a uh, Advantage plan whatever mm-hmm. it's 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 easy to deal with a person one on one, and and there's no uh, that I'm aware of. They're not supposed to charge any upfront charge. No, they don't charge upfront. They, they uh, don't. I no. mean, yeah. in some states, though, Monica, you'd be surprised that there are some people that try to charge a consulting fee. So uh, well, I'm yeah. not surprised. But around here, I haven't heard of any insurance uh, agents that charge upfront. Uh, the service is supposed to be free. Um, we suggest that you come in to us because we are we're biased you know if you come to us at least we give you information about more than one per more, more than one agent and and it's important to have choices i mean and there, there's so many out there um, we used to have we have to have many many more but uh uh you know you need to know which one's right for you and it could be changing and i and we're going to talk about more about it when in in a lot of parts of october and november when we do shows is you know you need to readdress it each and every year you right? do october 15th starts open enrollment during open enrollment you can change your medicare part d uh this is a great time to go in and look at all the prescriptions that you're taking and we'll um if you come into us we'll put that information in the computer and show you which one which plan is the best one which covers more of your medications to help you so that when it comes time like i don't know a lot of people may not know about the donut hole <laughs> when you get into the donut hole that's the time when a lot of your prescriptions are not covered and there's a lot of out-of-pocket costs so what we do is try to find you the best plan so that it'll be less money out of your pocket annually. And we advise you to come in each year so we can readdress it because your medical situation may change. And there are different prescriptions that you may be taking from one year to the next. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Gale. Proudly presented by A-Bears, Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Henning Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Miss Monica Wright, who is the executive director of the Cattle Council on Aging. She's giving our listeners a little bit update about the services available to seniors who are 60 and older in the Cattle Parish area. Thank you, Monica, for joining us today here on the best of times. 
Williams. All right. Thank you, Gary. I'm glad to be here. So we are talking, well, you already talked about information referral, how important that is. The other point is outreach. And outreach being that you are in senior affairs like the best of times, yes. senior health day, to tell people what you can offer to hopefully they'll tell somebody that needs it or they need it or a loved one, an aunt, an uncle, or grandparents, etc., right? Yes. What we do, we attend health fairs, senior day at the fair. Um, we do presentations. And what we try to do is get the word out, not just to seniors, but to family members, family whether it's whether it's your neighbor, whether it's a church member, just so that you will have information. So if you're ever approached by someone that needs the service, you'll know where, where to direct them. So we attend those health fairs, give out information about our services. Uh, we also do assessments of, of seniors. When someone calls in and requests our service, what we do is we uh, take their information and we send out an interviewer. That person goes out and we have a state form that we're required to use. They'll assess the person by asking numerous questions. After they answer those, those questions, it allows us to assign a score to that senior. All people that are 60 or over are eligible for our services, but that score determines how what their priority is, whether they're a high priority or a low priority. And if they're high priority, we'll give them services sooner than we will somebody that is low priority. So, for example, if you go out and do this assessment, you find out they may need skilled services. You don't provide skilled we services. We don't, but then we know that, okay, we need to get information and provide it to that person so that they'll know what else they need to do. Under their family, that this person has a wound, a wound particular, a wound care. Yes. Where they have a, uh, uh, they, they need some follow-up on edu- uh, medical education for them as well, correct? Yes. So when we go out and assess them, if it's not a service that we provide, we'll get the information that, that pertains to whatever their particular situation is and give it to them and link them to another resource. So Monica, explain to our listeners, okay, the priority we can understand. So what could they be eligible for? For Cattle Council on Aging, we have Meals on Wheels. Okay, explain that to them. Meals on Wheels is five meals per week. Monday through Friday? Monday through Friday. Well, Monday through Thursday, we deliver a hot meal, a hot noon meal. On Thursday, they'll get a cold meal and a hot meal. That cold meal is for Friday, so they can put it in the microwave for Friday. Uh, that meal is not just about a meal. It's also social contact. A lot of our seniors don't have contact with right. any other people during the week. So our driver and volunteers, we do have volunteers that go out and help us deliver the meals. They're, they're social contact for that person. They're also a wellness check. We can tell whether there's a difference in the personality, whether the person is acting a little odd, so we'll know whether we should call their emergency contact or if we should call the police department or the fire department to go in and do a wellness check. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. That's important. So It's that very important. We have had times where we had to call 911 because a senior was acting strangely, and it was very needed because that person did need medical attention. If it wasn't for us, that nobody else may have seen that senior or talked to him during the week. So, so, so it's important that some of my, my listeners out there think you just drop off the meal in the front porch. No, we don't. We don't. You hand, you hand it to the senior. We hand it to the senior. We observe the seniors. Uh, our volunteers, they hold conversations with the seniors, oh. see how they're doing. It's not just about 
you know, just giving a meal and running on to the next person. Our drivers and volunteers, they're very caring people, and they do observe the seniors and their situation. They get to know them, so they'll know that there's a change. You know, if there's a change in their personality, if they're not talking as much, they'll call in and let us know, hey, you need to check on Miss Jones today. She's not acting her usual self. So what's the total count? Do we do this on a weekly basis now? We do. We deliver 1,050 meals per day. Wow. Yes. Uh, per day. Per day. Yes. That's, and that's a lot of volunteers. That, it is. A lot of organizations. We're still using the organization some more. We're using the organization and individuals. We encourage everybody to go to, to call in and volunteer. I don't know if you saw the commercials about Let's Do Lunch. We're advertising this a, a PSA where that we're asking for volunteers to come in and help us deliver meals, whether it's an organization, a company, a club, or an individual. And that person's able to deliver either daily, monthly, weekly. It's their choice. We try to make it convenient so that they can help out with us delivering the meals. It's and a great resource. So give the number if they want to call. It's 318-676-7900. And they can ask for me, and I will give them information about becoming a volunteer. Oh, how touching that would be. And, and you're going to give something back to a senior out there, and as well as helping them nutrition, giving them a little dialogue, and, and also observe them, do a little wellness, wellness check. Wellness check, and that's social interaction. And it doesn't take but an hour, right? That's mm-hmm. all it takes is one hour. We uh, that Let's Do Lunch campaign mm-hmm. is actually aiming for people to take uh, their time and deliver meals during their lunch break. They can uh, deliver the meals to about eight people in an hour. So you're challenging those organizations and businesses out there that make one want to do this on the Yes, to give a, us a call. Give, yes. give you a call, and then that would be a good a good uh, public service that they could provide the public and the citizens throughout the area. I mean, yes. I, I think it's I know it's a great cause. It I, is a great I've cause. Helped, I've helped promote it over the past few many years and try to get some organizations to do that. And I think you've been successful. Hopefully, we I'm sure you need more and more. We do every day. We're trying. To, the more volunteers we get, it still help us, even though it's not a monetary donation. And we do like monetary donations. But volunteers, we love them also. So either way, it's a big help out to the agency. Okay, the other question that um, I think people might might want to say is, um, is there a waiting list? There is a waiting list. Um we, for, for Meals on Wheels. For Meals on Wheels. Well, for a lot of our service, there is a waiting list. There's a waiting list for Meals on Wheels. We also have home uh, services. We have a homemaker and a personal care service. That's where we have someone go in and provide light housekeeping. They will do the bathing, whether it's a tub bath or a bed bath. And we clean the areas such as the bedroom, the bathroom, and the kitchen for the senior. We also do uh, grocery shopping uh, if they need somebody to go pick up their prescription. So there's a waiting list for the meal service and for that in-home care service. So, Monica, do you suggest people out there, even those are waiting list, to still get call in to get the assessment and get the prayer? We do. We encourage people to call in. You never know how long. Uh, I tell people that if you call in, that uh, we'll come, up, we'll go out and assess you. And once we assess you, it determines, you know, when you'll start receiving the service. It may be a couple of months. It may be a year. You know, we just never know what's going on. We, we're able to put people on at different times of the year. So we still encourage people to call in, even though there is a waiting list. One thing you need to uh, probably mention to our listeners out there, especially new listeners who may have been relocated here from other parts of the country, is Louisiana is, is somewhat unique and it's uh, assistant for seniors because in some states they have what's called 
they don't have parish or county senior centers. They have large multi-county senior centers that cover sometimes 15 different counties and they only have one office that covers all that. That's true, Gary. They do. They have, uh, they're called multi-agency, multi-area agent, area aging agencies. In Louisiana, um, there's a council on aging in each parish. All 64 parishes? All 64 parishes have a council on aging. In other states, they, uh, some of them don't even rely on council on aging. They contract out with churches other groups to provide the, the, their services. Some of these agencies are able to charge. In Louisiana, we don't. We do suggest a donation, but we're not able to charge a fee for our services. Um, and we should be very proud of that. That and That's individualized services that covers those people in a given parish. And, and sometimes when you have multiple counties, you know, I'm a, nobody else sells parishes, but it's like you're one of... 200, 300,000 seniors that need to be taken care of and who gets the priority of that, you know, which which county. And I, I don't know what their staffing levels are, but I will tell you, I went to one city and I asked, I asked, uh, I won't say the city, I asked, do you do you have a senior center that says, I don't think we do. I know they do, but I know it's not in their neck, they're in their neck of the woods, but they don't even know where the senior center is yeah. for their loved one. Yeah, that's true. And I said, do you, did you ever contact where your your mother? No. Do should we? Well, maybe should. You know, I think she might could utilize some of the service of the information. But a lot of people, there's not a lot of outreach, and there's not a lot of information being prolayed. But luckily, you, you, and and the other 64 parishes are are very good at outreach, and I'm really proud of you. They're not, and we're we're definitely helping at the best of times to do that, both in our magazine and our silver pages and our this radio show and and other means and our website, etc. We want people to know that they have the access to this particular yeah. service. And we do, we strive to get the information out. Um, you know, like you're saying, we think a lot of people know about the services. I have given talks this last couple of months, and people are very surprised about the different services that we provide or that, we, that we're there to help out. So we do try to get our word out by doing presentations. We invite church churches to call us. Good. We invite civic clubs yeah, to the, call. Give so the, the number again. 318-676-7900. And uh, you definitely want to speak to those various senior groups throughout the area, as, and uh, as well as they will be attending my senior day at the at the, uh, at the state fair on October the 26th. You can pick up information or schedule a visit when you come there for them to come out and make a presentation to your senior group or your church group or you know whatever organization you have. The other thing I think is great. I know occasionally you. I don't know if you do it weekly. I, I say this. I don't know. You have. Um, uh, uh, Group meals or congregate meals. We right? do have congregate meals. How often is that done? That's Monday through Friday. Really? There are there are that, Monday through Friday. Yeah, they are well. We're yes, through the week. week. Yes. Um, what we do is we collaborate with the city of Shreveport, and we take the meals to the spar sites. Okay. The city of Shreveport provides a supervisor there that provides activity. They do exercise. They do quilting. They have speakers that come in. Um, they have a lot of different activities. They go on trips. So it's it's a good social outlet for a senior that's able to be that's able to go to a, a site and enjoy the company of other 
the seniors. Do people have to pre-register to attend those? Uh, they just have to be 60 and older. They don't have to pre-register. Once you go there, they will get you signed up for the service. We do ask that, you know, if you would like to ensure that you get a meal that day that you come, if you just give us a call the day before so that we can make sure you'll have a meal there. And the, the various, how many, how many of uh, SPAR? We have, uh, we... About seven spar sites, Southern Hills, Cockrell, Valencia, uh, Mamie Hicks. Um, oh, I went blank. We also do all city <laughs> and Mortisport. We have sites in uh, there is, rural there areas. Silver Pages, I know for sure. So yeah. if you, and you can go online to their, their website to look at it as well. Yes. Right? Cattle, cattle, uh, cattle Council on Aging. Just give us a call at 318 if you have any questions about our senior centers. Well, that's a good way to interact. Those that they are they're ambulatory, that are not homebound, that can get out and maybe drive or get transportation to visit one of those facilities that, that those far. And that you can have a meal and interact and have some exercise and have some entertainment as well as education. Yes, right? that's true. And that's Monday through Friday. It's Monday through Friday. And, okay. And then we also have Tech Talk on Friday. I was going to say that. On, uh, Tech Talk is held at Randall T. Moore Center. Uh, the seniors love it. They can go there. They can get help with their digital devices, their cell phones, their tablets, their computers. It's a one-on-one training with the seniors. We have a person there that will teach them how to interact uh, with their loved ones. Maybe you have somebody that you want to stay in contact with that doesn't stay in town and you don't want to run up a phone bill. So we'll show you how to do social media, Facebook, Instagram. You know, you can communicate with your young grandkids the way that they're accustomed to communicating. So it's a great class. Everybody that goes, they love the class. I've heard so instructor. many positive things. I just had several people tell me that I referred them to and they were so thankful because they got this new gadget and their grandkids and their kids wouldn't tell them anything about it. Hey, that's the way it goes. But we take the time to help them out and, and tell them all the information well, they need to know up, about it. Keep up doing that as well as even those of us that supposedly are experts. I'm not. Uh, I'm learning something all the time. Yeah. We'll be right back with more information. But now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Deal, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country S Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the best of times coming for you on 710 Kiel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country F Report, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a special guest, is Miss Monica Wright, who is the newly appointed executive director of the Cattle Council on Aging. And Miss Monica is giving us an update about the services available to seniors in Parish. So before we go into this, we, we want to emphasize again there are 64 similar council, council on aging. There's a council on aging in each parish in Louisiana, yes. So if you live in Bossier City, uh, you would call, uh, if you call Caddo here, they're going to say thank you, but we need to yes, we direct you to Bossier Council on Aging. Yeah, uh, even though they're territorial, we're well separated by a river, and it, but, but it depends on where you reside. Even though your kids may live in Shreveport, but the the, the senior may live in Bossier City. Yes, right? if you live in Bossier City 
and it's our base uh, services, our older Amex, older American Act services. We do encourage you to call Bolger Council on Aging. Now, Aging and Disability Resource Center, where we provide information about Medicare Part D, Social Security, Medicare A and B, we encourage you to call us because Bolger Council on Aging and the other council on surrounding council on ages, they don't have an Aging and Disability Resource Center. So explain that that's a multi-parish program. Program. Yes. So if you need help regarding, again, emphasize that again. If you need help with your Social Security, Medicare, choices about Medicare Part A, B, D, C, we, we advise you to call Cattle Council on Aging. And through, and through, and they'll right, redirect them to the Aging and Disability Resource Center services, correct? Yes. Though it's even housed there. It's housed. At, it's a part of Cattle Council on Aging. The department is Aging and Disability Resource, so. And th- that was the, emph- the emphasis is it's important to make that call, make that visit to them to help you before you make these decisions. But sometimes you make the decision, it's difficult to retract them. Yeah, so we, if you're approaching 65, we ask that you give us a call so that we can sit down with you, give you information so that you can make a good decision about your Social Security, what time, when is the correct month to start drawing your Social Security. There's there's three months before, three months afterward. We don't want you to wait six or seven months afterwards and you're penalized for a decision that you make. So we tell people if you're 64 and you're thinking about retiring, give us a call. That way we can guide you, give you good information so you can make the right decision. So tell us a little bit about your respite services. Respite is a neat service. Uh, Respite is a service for anybody that's taking care of a senior or a disabled person 24 hours per day. If you are taking care of that person and you don't work, we encourage you to give us a call. With respite, what we do is we have someone that goes in that can relieve you so you can get a break. A lot of times when you take care of a senior or somebody that is sick 24 hours a day, you become stressed, you become ill. It's the caretaker that becomes ill. So we like to provide a relief so that you can go to church, you can go get your hair done, you can go out of town. We have some people that use the service uh, because they have family members, like their kids may stay out of town and they want to go visit their children. So we'll ask them to give us a call, let us know, you know, get signed up for the program, and then we'll provide somebody to go in for them. Uh, we've had people to use it for like two days in a row for 48 hours. So likewise, they would call for the they would call the office, right? They would call our office, get signed up for the service. We'll have somebody go out and assess them, sign them up, and then they're able to call in and make an appointment, tell us what days, what hours they need the service. It's even for weekends. It's not just Monday through Friday. And and uh, they're able to use our service. It's a great service. I encourage anybody that's so Monica, care of a loved one. So when that. they go out and do this assessment and evaluation, they got to determine if the respite caregiver can provide those services, correct? Well, well, what we, when we go out and sign somebody up, what we're trying to make sure is that you are the that you're there taking care of your your loved one. You're not working because we say that is relief. Even though you may be the only person there, you're out, you're stepping out of the situation. So we strive to serve people that are in the situation 24 hours per day. So that's why we go right. out and assess them. Oh, it's a great service, but what I'm asking, I'm thinking some of my listeners out there may say, well, I've got a, uh, I want to I want to get a respite from taking care of my father, but he has a trait care. So he's got a little bit more difficult respite type caregiving that he's got to have his, you know, tracheotomy changed his tubing and he's on might be on ventilator okay. and whatnot. So I'm, so I'm saying the assessment may... The, the to care, make sure that we're able to, to do that. Care. You yes. have we training. Do, yes, and what we do, we contract out with uh, home health agencies. 
Okay. And they usually have a, you know, they have to go through the state and have a licensed personal care person. So they've been trained to take care of those different situations. So is there a charge? I'm sure somebody's no, thinking that. No, there's there. not a charge for the service. That, that service is, there's no cost for it. We do encourage donations, but there's no charge for that service. So how is that funded? It's funded by uh, the Older American Aid Act also. It's a... A program just like our other programs. Well, I, yes. I, I highly advocate people doing uh, respite care. I've always done that for many, 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 many years. The the aspect for my listeners now, how far in advance should they request respite care? We ask, uh, if you, if this is a service that you can use, we like for you to call and get signed up, whether you go, you plan on using it today, tomorrow, or two oh, months. Good point. That way that when the time comes that you want to use the service, we just ask for a two-day notice. That way that we can send the information over and they can make sure they have somebody that's able to go out and provide the service. Just a two-day notice. I'm yes. impressed. I don't think we could do that in home care. <laughs> that, that's pretty good. So, again, and it covers only, you cover only those people in Cattle Parish. Now, now that service is only for residents in Cattle Parish. So, other 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 council on agents might have a particular respite yes. program or not. I don't know if they do. Most, most council on agents do have a respite program. And it's a great service. Again, it's better to, to apply and to get your assessment even though you might need it, don't need it tomorrow. You may not need it tomorrow, but you may need it two months from now. That way you're already been, you know, you've already signed up for the program and that way you can call in and give us that notice and we can send someone out. Wow, that's that's amazing. The other thing that I know that you've been proponent and doing for many, many years and we've been helping is this medical alert program. Yes. And well, it's a it's the it's the pendant to the item that if somebody's home alone by themselves they can they can get emergency help as quickly yes. as possible. We have an agreement with Acadian on call. Um and what we do is we you can call our office, we'll give you the information and if you go through us there's a discount. There's a $5 discount per month. There's also the first month free. Um, what they tell us is if you're in an area, uh, whether you have a landline or not, as long as AT&T towers are around and they're able to receive a signal, that service will work for you. It's appended. So if you're there and you have an emergency, say you fall and you're home alone, you're not able to get to your telephone, you can push that pendant. And it will call a Katie Young call, and they will talk to you and determine whether 911 or somebody else's emergency service needs to come to your house. It's a awesome. great resource. Oh, that's awesome. I've, I'm, I think my listeners out there know many years ago I used it for my mother and it was a lifesaver. Yes. I mean, I had it for three or four years with her and she loved it and it saved her many a time. Saved me a lot of a lot of hassle as well. So uh, the other aspect of your program, I think it's a, a different it's part of your program is the ombudsman program yeah. for nursing home. Explain to listeners a little bit about that. The uh, ombudsman program is a program for seniors that are living in the nursing home. And what does that do? What they, what that person, we call it the ombudsman. It's what we call our staff that goes into the nursing home. We have three trained individuals. Uh, they've went through a lot of training. And what they do is mediate and advocate for the seniors. If they're having a problem in the nursing home with the staff, they may even have problems with their own family members. And what we do is sit down with all parties involved and work out a reasonable solution to the problem. We're, we're not there to take sides, the senior side or the nursing home side. What we're there is to just make sure that everybody can get along and that the seniors still can live there with their dignity, their respect, receive all the rights that they, they should be receiving. 
So, again, how do people access that? They sh- give us a call, 318-676-7900. But I was always concerned about this. I think people would utilize it, but they're scared that uh, it's like ratting on their, their, their family member is going to get it's intimidated not. or hurt while they're in a nursing home. But they, they call your agency and say, I've got a particular complaint about a, a facility, an administrator, the nursing staff, or whatever. Yeah, the thing is, our ombudsman, they visit the nursing home daily. So Daily? I didn't know that. They're required to make visits to that nursing home. So we have, it may not be the same nursing home, but we do visit nursing home daily. So they're required to go in. They get to know the seniors. So you may say that um, if I tell you, you know, they'll know that I told you. But they don't know exactly that, that you call them, Busman, because they're visiting with you already. They may have seen it with their own eyes, you know. And then we're not able to... Uh, to tell once we address the problem we don't say oh the senior said this we we try to address it in a way so it's not to cause more problems sure. and most of the nursing homes around here they're very familiar with the ombudsman pro, uh, program they know our um our supervisor of that program which is diane crouch a lot of them call diane and say we have a problem we want you to help oh. us out so it goes both ways they know that diane's there to find a reasonable solution she's not there to cause anybody to lose their license she's just there to help everybody um help the senior so that any problem that that senior may have it it could be a misunderstanding it It could be a misunderstanding and and, and, you know two people are disagreeing or family members don't understand what's required what's not required and this helps them being educated about it an advocate that's that's totally impartial yes you're right that person's impartial she's not she's not there to take sides she is there to give you information she will tell you the rights that that senior has she'll say that now they have the right to do this and to do that let's just figure out the best way so that everybody's happy so that they can you know still keep their rights and do what they want and you'll be happy knowing that they're safe and sound so in, in closing what do you have as one of your primary goals for the next couple of years the next couple of years uh like i was saying earlier about the meals i mean i would like some way to um find resources so that the seniors that are really needy can have more than one meal per day uh we have some seniors that that noon meal is the only meal that they receive so if there's some type of resource that can help us serve them a breakfast and a lunch um that would be i think that would be a great start that's a good that's a great goal you need to put that as a a plan to your board and your staff and come up with a big uh, campaign to start that in the near future yes that'd be a good good idea so and what else do you have to 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 advocate to my listeners out there about kettle council on aging Uh, to just give us a call we are um always looking for donations Uh, we are always looking for volunteers um we had a recent we had a couple of months ago besides the meal we also had a problem with our vans so we're reaching out to the community also for assistance with purchasing a new van and that's to deliver meals um and another goal is just you to don't find different resources. Some people say, well, you just don't put them in the back of a pickup truck. You know? No, we don't. We we have vans. <laughs> we have vans, and we have um, drivers, and then we put them in hot boxes. So they're not just meals floating around. They're actually in containers to keep them the right temperature so that we can serve them. Yeah, but you know, you're going to have to protect the meal. You want to make it high quality as much as possible. Yes. And then just uh, you know, let it bounce around the back seat, right? That's right. <laughs> 
and you want you want that high quality meal for that senior as well. So again, thank you for joining us today. I wish you the best of luck, and I know that you're gonna you're gonna serve the community tremendously well in the in the coming months, years from now. And again, the best of times is here to help you as always. And I know you and your staff have utilized me in the in the in the in the past, and hopefully you'll utilize me in the future. We will. And uh, and keep passing out those silver pages, though we have very few of them left. Uh, that's my major complaint uh, that we don't print enough of them. But uh, I think you still have a few. I've been sending them over at your place and over at Bozier when people come in the area. Because I have like well, probably less than a hundred left of the twenty-five thousand we printed. <laughs> but uh, I tell people they can download it or they can go by visit the Cattle Council on AG or the Bozier Council on AG. You might want to give them your address. You didn't even mention your address. The address is 1700 Buckner, Suite 240, Streetport, Louisiana. And it's not downtown, everybody. It's located in an area that has free parking. You can go up to visit them and very easily. It's got an elevator. It's it has an elevator. Um, I, it's easy access, like Gary said. We have the parking that's in the front. Um, it's very easy to find. It's over by Channel 12, by where the old Shumpert Hospital was. So we invite all of you to call. Don't forget about October 15th, this open enrollment. We're inviting all seniors to come in and uh, review their plans at that time. So and you don't, you know, out. that starts, but then that you have, you still have some time. You don't have to do it all in that October 15th date, right? No, it's October 15th <laughs> through December 7th, so everybody doesn't have to come in at one time. That'll give them a little bit of extra time as well. Okay, we'll be right back with more. Thank you again, Monica, for joining us today here in the Best of Times Radio Hour, and uh, keep in touch. All right, thank you, Gary. <laughs> we'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Kiel.